0: Hello everyone, my name is Oliver Sanchez de Leon, and today I'm joined by our school's bee expert, Isabel Fontenarlum. So Isabel, well, tell me, how did you get into bees?
1: Uh, so I got into bees a couple years ago just by coming across a bee group in my school. And I was very confused of what the hell is a bee group, right? So, basically, we learned in that group how bees are going into a population decline. And how important it is that we reverse those effects. Um,
0: Why is it important? Why
1: why are bees important? Because they affect our lives in countless ways. I'll go into them right now if you'd like. Okay. So, without bees and their pollination skills, we would lose... So many fruits and vegetables, for example, apples, pears, vanilla, coffee, almonds, and certain types of alcohol. In fact, one in three bites of food you eat are pollinated by bees. We eat that much? One in three, and we oh. eat quite a bit, <laughs> definitely. That's so much. Not only do they affect the fruits and vegetables, they also will affect our dairy and meat consumption and their pricing
0: how would it affect dairy products
1: because the the main source of nutrition for livestock such as cows are alfalfa fields and alfalfa is a grain that is pollinated by bees so those prices would go way up and we'd have less intake of these very popular and common products On top of that, they affect the cosmetic industry, clothing, like jeans and cotton. Really the cosmetic. And the cosmetic, yeah, because bee wax is such a natural base product for makeup, skincare, and all of that. Oh, so I yeah, mean, I know I'd miss a lot of my skincare products without <laughs> bees. So um, now we could we could even go into details such as how bees will affect us economically. Bees have provided $8 billion to the USA's farming industry alone.
0: Oh That much? 8 billion?
1: 8 billion. And it would cost $1.8 billion to hire people to do the jobs that bees have been doing for free. We get free pollination, which gives us such a variety of foods. Why would we want to replace that by having to hire and spend so much money to do a job less efficiently done? It just doesn't make sense. That
0: does not make sense, yeah.
1: And we just said it's so easy to help this issue, you could do it in your own backyard. So mm. i yeah, definitely push for that. Um, and this is my favorite part of this podcast, is definitely bringing up a quote that Einstein said. Really? Einstein? Einstein was into the bees. Um, really? Bam. He said, if bees vanished, we'd only have four years left to live on this planet. Really? Four years? That's, that little? That's how big of an impact bees have. And it's, such, it's an issue that nobody talks about. I mean, think yeah. bees, okay. Maybe they're the annoying insects. I haven't heard you. about
0: this before you came here and talked about it.
1: I hadn't heard about it until two years ago. And it always astonishes me how people don't know. I mean, you've got the big issues that definitely have mm. to be tackled. But we also got to think of little insects that affect their daily lives in such massive ways.
0: So I heard you had an interview.
1: Yes, I did. Um, back in February 2021, uh, I had an interview with uh Bee Life EU, which is an NGO created uh, from the need of beekeeping associations to deal with the environmental issues that um, affect bees. So, what I basically learnt in this interview, there's a lot, and um, hopefully, <laughs> I'll be writing some kind of um, article on it with the information that I garnered. But basically, in a nutshell, um, what they do is they try to do individual system change. So. They, they aren't focusing on the little, little solutions. They're trying to think of the big picture and what is the big picture that's affecting bees, that being pesticides. So there are two main kind of pesticides that affect bees, um, the kind that are sprayed on plants, which kill the bees instantly when they uh, land on them, and there's the kind that are grown from the seeds, that are infused with the seeds, and then these poisoned plants, not only are they not good for us, but when the bee pollinates and takes that infected, if you will, poison pollen back to the, the hive, they end up killing the whole hive with it. So it kills even more bees. So what this NGO is trying to do is trying to cut pesticides at the source and trying to stop the import of it into into well Europe and stop the production of it because that's what's going to make the the big difference, the big change. So... Yeah, they try to change their policy on bees. Um, So, yeah, now that we know how bees are really important, let's talk about... uh, Oh, sorry,
0: why climate change is affecting...
1: Um, Climate change is affecting them in numerous ways, mainly the rising temperatures. So bees and a lot of insects survive on very specific temperatures. So even two degree increase would mean that a vast number of bees would die. That little? Mm-hmm. It's, and it affects so many other things, we all know. Um, not only that, but bees have to disperse to find colder areas for their survival, which means hives become smaller and the survivability of hives uh, lowers incredibly. So th- those are the big issues as the temperature increase, and we've really got to tackle that.
0: Aren't bees a secondary issue in climate change?
1: So... In uh, climate change, you've got different levels of um, the different issues and how important they are in relation to the size of their impact. So, you know, greenhouse gas emissions are very big and need to have a lot of attention and focus on to, to help. And then you have bees, uh, the extinction of bees that are is isn't regarded as highly and is maybe considered a secondary issue when in fact this secondary system if it collapsed everything else would collapse around it so something that's not considered in the spotlight that isn't a top priority could actually be the downfall of everything if not taken care of
0: properly are there something some things we can do as like people that like individuals that could help
1: absolutely what you can do is you can donate to hives in fact if you donate to a lot of places you can have a hive with your name on it and that's i will i, I find a lot of joy in that i think it's really cute or you can
0: have a bu- beehive for your own
1: yeah with your name and everything um, oh, damn. that's what we used to do in the bee groups and you can make gardens more bee friendly by planting specific flowers that attract them mm-hmm. such as lavender
0: are bees tamable like can you play around with them or tell <laughs> them commands
1: I don't think you can play around. You can try. I think you'll get stung. But...
0: Oh, he not want that.
1: Bees can be trained. And a lot of people are starting to get into beekeeping. So keeping bees or a beehive in your garden. And this has so many positive effects. Your garden will flourish. You'll have the best garden, I guarantee. Mm. Yeah. And it'll pollinate the neighboring areas. And if think about it. If everybody or maybe one in 10 people had a hive, think of how much greener and more pollinated and beautiful... Our gardens and public areas.
0: Would be. Is it a, like easy thing to maintain, Man- or is it like hard? Beekeeping
1: does take practice. Um, it's but it's like taking care of any other pet. Oh. Uh, There's certain tools you'll need, and I think it's a very interesting hobby, and it's something you can definitely. So it has brag an easy about. learning curve. I think it has a very easy learning curve, and it's been shown to as well.
0: Uh, I've done some research too. I've heard that the U.S. government is imp- uh, implementing like a specific area. Of- around like 200 square miles, that they will keep the bees and that there's no, you can't have factories in there or stuff like that. So the temperature doesn't rise there so much. Can you tell me about that?
1: So yes, there are a lot of conservation programs and with donations, we can save more forest and more bee-friendly areas. So the hives won't have to disperse and we'll have more healthy hives.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's the parallel with climate in this?
1: So the answer to this kind of lies into the previous two questions. Yes, there are things that you can do yourself to help um, the bees, such as, you know, having your own beehive, uh, being more conscious of what you put in your garden, donating. But at the end of the day, that isn't going to fix the issue. Uh, It doesn't matter how many gardens uh, people plant. um, Pesticides are the major problems and what is going to help? in the long term is to make these major policy decisions on and implement specific laws and policies in different countries um so yeah that that's what's really going to make the big difference unfortunately though that doesn't mean that people should not be conscious aware and proactive
0: how are you doing to spread this information to people because i've seen in our school some posters around is there other ways or
1: uh, well, awareness is big, social media presence is big, I definitely recommend following some good B Instagrams and using those yeah. hashtags, um, and it just gets people involved. Donate, yeah. take action, and it's a lot more fun than you may think. It's not a chore, it's, it's fun, genuinely. Yeah, and it
0: actually helps, like, the whole world.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so, yeah, we've been living on planet A, and it has failed us, so now we must turn to plan B, and go for slogan i
0: like that slogan <laughs> it's a
1: really good slogan
0: and now to end off this nice podcast i have a really nice bee pun what's a bee's favorite painter what pablo Picasso.
1: that was terrible that was really <laughs> bad
0: thank you everyone for listening to our nice podcast about how climate change affects bees help the bees yeah thank you so very much for coming as well thank what's you great for having, having me here. and thank you all for listening have a great day goodbye See you people.